family, the root of all evil, or the ultimate source of joy? All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Froggy, hello, babies, Melissa. Froggy, mm-hmm. Froggy, mm-hmm. Froggy, Froggy, Froggy. Good morning. How are you? What's cooking? What you got? Is there a month of the year where we can just fucking phone it in? <laughs> uh, no. Um, is it April? Well, there's spring break in there, and I'm going to have two kids with a week off where I need to, I guess I don't need to do much. April seems like a good month. You have Easter. God help us. Passover is in there somewhere, which so no, makes it's not me April, a little nervous. So it's not April. Next. Skip. What else you got? Well, March. I was going to say March, but is it March? March feels like it's quarter. It's the, I don't know, man. Do you know how when you do something well, people want you to do it all the time? Oh, fuck. Yes. So I thought I followed your advice perfectly and <laughs> set the oh. bar so low yeah, one strategy. could trip over it when good. hosting a family event. Good, good, good. I like it. Good. Right? Yes. It worked. Well, you would think. Uh, it turns out I might be hosting Thanksgiving. Giving this year. The holiday, some will argue, is the biggest family, most favoritist, best food. I'm going to stop myself and I think say. I got to cut in. I got to jump in. I got to jump in. I got it. You're blaming the process. And I'm here to tell you, you set that bar too high. I don't know how easily you can trip. We're tall. It, We're tall yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because if you came out of Rosh Hashanah with a repeat performance, and a request to host again, you did something right. Wrong. Oh. Which oh. which means that you really did something wrong, right? Correct. I mean, did you wrong. light the brisket on fire? Should have. Should have. Did you run out of drinks? Did you not have toilet paper? Like, I'm just trying to think of how else could you ruin it. Why? What, did, what were you trying to do? What were you trying to do? So now they're for- coming back? I know you have a custom and a tradition, and I don't think, I mean, I know our parents were mean enough or manipulative enough or, or how, I don't need to be with my whole family for Thanksgiving. Is that an unpopular opinion? Yeah, 100%. It is absolutely the largest American holiday. It is the largest, oh, I don't know what how else to say it, more Americans celebrate and recognize and travel for this event than any other throughout the year. It is number one, absolutely universal for our nation. But here's... So is is your answer for me to leave the country? Is that what you're saying? No, you don't have to participate just because all these other crackers are doing it. I'm just (laughs) saying that's what's happening around you. I mean, you could tell Christmas to fuck off. So what's Thanksgiving? One more? I think this really stems from your geographic problem, right? You live too close to these fuckers. <laughs> okay? You see them too often. You never build. It's like intermittent fasting. You never get hungry enough, right? Because they're always just there to snack on and irritate you and make you gain weight. Like, 
you know what? You have to get them out of your life so that you get a little pang. You get a little longing. You start to feel that nostalgia. You know, I told that to our dear friend Dina when she graduated the year before me and she never left. She hung out. She was always at events and concerts and like there were dust ups and fights and shit like that. And I didn't know her that well then. And I said, Dina, you're fucking lovely. You got to make them miss you. You can't just still be here. You have to make them think, oh, my God, life was so much easier when Dina had the pitch pipe and she arranged this for the sharps and she did like it was oh life was you need to disappear and make them miss you maybe move to Costa Rica for a year did you ever really have that conversation with her I did I was living with Marnie and she was sleeping on my couch and she's like what the fuck why is everybody so mean or how come they can't just do it the right way and I thought well there's there's two things in that sentence (laughs) you gotta go away (laughs) make them miss you and then we were mean we were disproportionately mean to Dina And that's not fair and not cool. And there's a lifetime of trying to make that right because she is the most lovely of so people. Kind. Absolutely. And didn't deserve all of the meanness that came her way on the reg. She, did Full she stop the one and that, period. New paragraph. Is she the one Dina who Dina likes arranged? things done the way that Dina <laughs> likes things done. And we don't listen. So, I mean, you know, if you've got a big, mean, unruly goat with lots of legs... And then you want to deny it food. What's going to happen to that goat? So It's going to eat you. I don't know where that <laughs> analogy is coming from. It is early. I'm just trying to say we started the we've started the fire. We were terrible people. And then she tried to fashion us into some sort of performance group. And we wouldn't have it. We wouldn't listen. We wouldn't do it. Is we had one, one of our members. Blackbird. Yes. And that okay. is exactly the one. So she arranged the song Blackbird. Which is gorgeous. A beautiful song and, and uh, perfect for our vocal range. And we did it beautifully. But it was complex and it was stretching our skill set. And one of our members took the written arrangement and ate it in the practice because she had had enough during rehearsal. So you can get a feel. I mean, 10 little ladies, we's all bitches. That's how it worked. I mean, and we were still trying to develop our bitch Dear muscle. listeners, yeah. you heard her. She said she ate it. She, she said, took he, she the said sheet here's music. what I'm doing with this. <laughs> Put it in her mouth and fucking consumed it. And then I think we all laughed. Ha, ha, ha. And then, well, maybe all of us but one laughed. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You're getting a picture of our rehearsals. So, and you know, who went on to be a professional in this business? Mm, Dina. None of the rest of us, right? Who went on to have a successful, happy life? Mm, Dina. None of the rest of us. So we should have listened, but we didn't listen. If you look at it that way, (laughs) the one who ate it did open a restaurant. Two, multiple, and she's working on her third. Yeah, she's she's a world beater. And she feeds people But it took her a while. It took her a while. It took her a while to to open those right so i'm just saying yeah. dina had a head start dina had a head start i don't know if she consuming the paper she did she did know <laughs> early and she had a lot to share and a lot to teach us and i you know what but then dina also had giant torso sized buffet cans full of gefilte fish so yeah. same I feel person like, dear listener i feel like it's complex <laughs> yeah. i feel like it's complex because we love her and there's the fish and there's uh, so lots we love of fish we love her. Gel. I'm not eating that fish. I can love you and not eat the fish. Well, Thanksgiving luckily is a holiday that requires no fish. Um, I just don't 
host well. I, I will tell you the best I've ever hosted, and oh. you were there. What? Um, it it's my perfect storm party. It's my it's it's. It was New Year's Eve, dear ah, listeners. I have a the jacket. The year was 2016. <laughs> I couldn't do it again now if I wanted to, and not because I'm not capable, because, you know, your stage of life has a lot to do with it, too. My children, my friends' children, they were all of an age where they needed an – we could have plugged them into a – 27 um, device sort of station where the little ones could play Wii and Xbox and like we could have plugged them in and they could have killed their friends online and talked to a nine-year-old in in Sri Lanka and played these games but instead 10 of us got together at a, uh, a hub I guess a location that's kind of in the middle and everybody brought their kids Everybody came and dropped bags somewhere, everywhere, let's be honest, everywhere. And the women got so smart, we sent the men. I spent days prior, actually my husband spent days prior, arranging a scavenger hunt and arranging activities. And I looked at him and I thought, these are my girls. He's like, oh, no, no, this isn't for them this is for the husbands and the children. And I stopped him with my hand on his mouth and I said, say no more. <laughs> you, you, I will make sure there's food if you take the men and the, and the children anywhere else. And hours into this day, these women looked at each other half drunk and said, wait a minute. Didn't we come here with spouses and children? And I yelled, fuck. And we ordered Capriati's and we brought it to a bowling alley. And everybody met at the final stop of the scavenger hunt. Nonetheless, it was the perfect, perfect. It cannot be repeated. I've no, It's going out on a high note. It's, it's George Costanza in the boardroom saying something funny and saying, thank you very much. I'll be here all week. Try the veal. Tip your waitress. And leaving the room before the meeting started. I am now hosting a thanksgiving with people I, that you don't like i mean part of the no, beauty I love of that our family I part just, of the beauty of that weekend is it was the intermittent fast we never get together we never get to see each other it was everybody all in one place with enough activity and food to keep everyone occupied and happy at all the right times. And just when it was starting to feel like, how could this get any better? Oh, but it's time to go. So it was the right amount of time. It just worked out. And it's my Dina advice, leave them wanting more. <laughs> <laughs> well, and she's with, factoring heavily in this episode. God and bless with her, her husband, uh, who falls asleep in Gen Pop all the time because <laughs> we don't ever go to bed. With like a, you know, penis drawn on his face. I did not allow that to happen to him. I protected Dina's husband's face. I don't know if he wants his name thrown out here, but his, her husband's face. I protected him. I was semi-sober. Well, it was a glorious time by all, even though the girls team cheated. So I'm just here to represent that my young lads who were part of the male team, I believe it was called the Dick Squad, they all gave their their team because you can't just have an activity. They had to formulate teams, become competitive, trash talk each other, trash talk, have yes. some sort of rules infraction, a voting round, mired in controversy, you know, trophy debate. 
rematch pledged, all the things. Like we can't just we can't have a, just a fun party. <laughs> we That's have what to we have should all do. Of this. We should do a rematch. <laughs> there, there ain't gonna be no rematch. I don't want a rematch. There's gonna be a rematch. The girls team cheated. Shouldn't have died in that ring. Listener, do you know how they cheated? Do you want to know how they cheated? I know how they cheated. My husband was the driver of the girls team. And when it came time to, I don't know, six of them go to a farmer's market stand and eat a bag of apples among all of you. All the whole team had to eat the apples. The girls were like, fuck that shit, daddy. (laughs) Can you eat the apples? (laughs) A bag of apples was eaten, but not by the entire team. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. The cheating is rampant. The corruption. Never trust him. But I'm here to say, yeah, maybe there's some lessons here. How can you cheat at Thanksgiving? You're a girl. I'm the, on a team. The girls team won through cheating and deception. What, what can we learn? Can you make Stuart eat the whole turkey by himself? So no one else has to eat it. I don't feel like you have food-based problems, though. No, I don't have food-based problems. He offered to um, go out on the driveway and deep fry <laughs> a turkey. Oh no! Please don't for this occasion. I and say I no. thought, I say no. I beg you, no. Yeah, that's I don't not even good. like turkey. It's so I and deep fried turkey is uh, not great. I I think people love it because a deep fried turkey as a non-Thanksgiving item can be great it's do you like fried chicken well guess what this is fried chicken that tastes like turkey it's it's a good way to (laughs) it's a good way to prepare the bird but it's not a fucking thanksgiving turkey it's weird right it's just weird do you like going to the fair and walking around eating a turkey leg okay maybe you should go there like i just i'm not interested in deep frying a fucking turkey i mean there's people who have oyster pudding alongside the turkey and if you like oysters it's delicious oyster dressing right not pudding oyster dressing i don't i'm not having that i don't even know what it is you can there's you can have lots of different ways lots of lots of different ways to do (laughs) to do thanksgiving and i feel like there's a reason that we're sticking with the traditional invented americana dishes right they bear little resemblance to this to this celebration which is nothing at all like where it started or what we claim it to be all we're doing is acknowledging gratitude let's take a moment let's be grateful for ourselves and each other and all that we have today that's it that's all this is so and that's a good thing I like that we don't do that enough as Americans and we got a lot of stuff so it's a good idea to stop pause reflect gather with family let's do it that's it so the bar should be pretty low for Thanksgiving as it is and if cheating is okay, as we've already established, your best parties involve cheating, right? Mm, go ahead. Okay, yeah. So how can you cheat at Thanksgiving? What's something that you want I'll to have you. happen? Oh, she's got it already figured out. Tell me, tell I'll me. Tell go, you. go, go, go. Tell me, tell me. So that same year, January, February, um, of the great party, the New Year's Eve party that we threw, we also hosted our kids' B'nai Mitzvah. We had an enormous whatever, which was Thanksgiving weekend, and we outsourced. We went to a hotel that had a massive buffet and families came in heats to eat that food. And you sat at your family's table, not with strangers. And I mean, I didn't love it, but it was, I had family. So I was pretty, my family, I was pretty content with what was going on there. But this year, I don't know. I I think it's going to be smaller. It's a divided family. There are issues. Can anybody make you as crazy 
as family can? Are they the root of all evil or the source of all joy? Which, which is it? Or do they exist simultaneously in, in that realm of both? I got to go with yes on that one. I got to go with yes on that one. I, I got pretty lucky in the family department that I don't have this agita. I don't have this angst. It's, it's really, truly a craving to get to see them. I don't, I don't ever really get to see them. And when we have these bursts, they are so mired in tradition that the tradition alone is part of the excitement. And you want to do all the things and with them, like it's all wrapped up together. So I think the real challenge here is something that my brother has experienced for a good chunk of his adult life with his married family, right? They did not have tradition. They did have blending issues and, and angst in their family. So every holiday represented what mixed bag of nuts are we going to get this year? Who's bringing the snakes? What problem is here? Oh, my God. So it was a dread instead of a look forward to. And he hung his hat. He tried to identify the problem and hung his hat on. They don't have any through line. There's no thread. There's no tradition. All it is, the tradition is this sucks. Getting together and fighting. Yes. And he's like, I don't want that tradition. And I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it for my girls. Why would I? We are so thick with tradition. I don't want to miss it. All the things, everything is laden with meaning and passed down and wonderful. And even if it's not wonderful, we morph it into something that is. And, you know, we we hang on to them. We make them our own, adopt them, expand them, all the things. And on the other side, that never really happened. So it sounds like you might be in the same boat. There's no real thread or through line of a tradition. There's nothing you did before or God help you every time that you can pull out. That's part of the challenge on our side is we've had so many we do it this way every times that any change becomes very stressful because now you're breaking tradition for some reason and that reason better be good. So COVID was a real Real hard time, honestly. Yeah. Crazy when you hard. Didn't even want to decorate for Christmas and you didn't even want to do the stuff you had always, always done. First time in my entire life, save one year because of pregnancy, right? Banned from travel, first year to never have the traditions happen. And then it happened a second year. And now it's like, now what do we do? So, anyway, but back to your Thanksgiving and your plans. Are there, so think about it from a traditional standpoint. Are there things that you, ever looked forward to as a child with your siblings is there something you can resurrect that way big smile crossed your face tell us one no I remember I think it's more like Passover stuff when my mother's family would all get together they would these are the cheapest humans that have ever lived so (laughs) my favorite was after everything after a whole ritual meal that everybody fucking hated and nobody like the family didn't have as much to do with it as their dysfunctions it came to the point of the meal post meal where everybody took out you know the accordion folders of coupons oh my god yes I mean I know of them they spend the year collecting coupons right and things right so after the meal Everybody would take out the bags of things that they had and or coupons and it would say, okay, uh, who needs, who wants, and they would start auctioning off things, not auctioning like for money, but oh, this will help you save 20 cents on cat litter. And Shirley, nobody in our entire family has a cat. 
Oh my Why God. do you insist on bringing dollar off coupons of cat litter to Passover Seder every single year? I don't know. Do you have a neighbor who has a cat? This could save them a dollar. Like it's not even. Oh, my God. So my favorite part was the degree of cheapness of these people. My Aunt Shirley would also drive by a, I don't know, a yard sale. Even worse, a mailbox that happened to have shit thrown out. And she would take the spacer, the insert for a dining room table and say, that's good wood. And she would take that because she was thinking she would burn it. The table extender? That's not firewood. That's furniture. Why is it not firewood? Because it's furniture. And it is covered with polyurethane. Shellacked and covered. (laughs) And those fumes alone will fucking kill you. And and, and just a quick quick sidebar, Cheryl. Uh, Where's this fire you go have? In her house. She builds it all the time. Well, she makes her husband build it all the time. Inside her house? This isn't a backyard fire pit thing? No. Oh, my God. No. (laughs) No. How many times? Did she asphyxiate herself and the entire family? How many? Well, I happened to be living with her this Acute time. Acute hypoxia. Yeah. Three months. And I said, hey. Get, 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 get. No. Yeah. You can't burn that. <laughs> that has oh layers God. of things. So she brought it to Passover and said, who needs a table insert? No, come it's on. It's good You're wood. just doing comedy now. I, I wish. I, I am not. She ha- oh, I have stop witnesses. It. Stop it. I have few witnesses left because most of them have died. (laughs) Stop it. Stop the bus. So that's my favorite. What makes this night different than all other nights? And it's the dining room insert from the neighbor's (laughs) yard. Burn it. (laughs) Sweet Jewy Jesus. This doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. But that, as a child and as a, that was always my favorite. Because that's (laughs) when you switched from like drive to overdrive or crazy like you just shifted into a gear that logically made no sense nobody has a cat and nobody wants to die today like we're all like it was crazy (laughs) and I loved that part of it but that doesn't exist anymore because of both money and sense and all of those people are dead so now we are the generation that has moved up to the crazy. Our crazy is what our children and their children are going to be discussing on their podcasts in the future. And uh, what's my kid? My kids are going to say what? Uh, my mom could never cook. Oh, we catered Thanksgiving or blah, blah, blah. You cook fine. You choose not to cook. I actually made a brisket that was I, I do certain things fine. But let me tell you, in my Thanksgiving... I am going to bring in a turkey, make a brisket, and there will be stuffed shells. That is the only thing I have to say. Thank you, Marnie Vath, for teaching me stuffed shells. Um, Delicious. Right. A little fiddly to make, if I'm honest. They're kind of a pain in the ass. So Just because you're stuffing every fucking shell. It's so many steps for such a simple dish. Well, that's the thing. If if you're going to do a lot of steps, you sort of want some sort of big presentation. But people who have no idea, it's a little bit like a salad. You put the salad down and people think, oh, it's a salad. How, how hard was that? And I was like, it was fucking hard because it took 9,000 cut prep slice, flip, flap, flip. It's a lot of stupid fucking shit goes into a salad and stuffed shells all the same. Do you know how you like my salad? Because every piece is easily chewable and I even put celery in there. How do you think and it got no- that way? string you're pulling out of your teeth how you think i got that's, there exactly. that's right it's because i de-strung all those fucking peas exactly exactly see 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 you're a pea sheller 
So I guess I started asking 20 minutes ago, is there a month that doesn't grab us by the ankle like the undertoad and take us under the water? No. And try well, to let's, let's break us. it down because I was actually I was actually thinking I wish that I had run the list of the months to figure it out. So January, so January, January. That's when you're resetting everything and you're still batting clean up from all the shit that didn't get done or had to has to be now concluded from December. So January is a wash. A pin, for me, I'm putting a pin in January because I don't celebrate Christmas and I'm putting a pin in that. Maybe that's my month. Maybe, although the weather fucking sucks and my depression starts. I I don't know about that. And here's how I'm going to derail that theory. January is the my life takes a turn for the better right now month. And every day for the first 19 days, you're focused on it. You really are. You're focused on it. I didn't say action. You're focused on it. Exercise, be it uh, eating right, be it like all of the things. It is the milestone. That's a lot. So February comes. And now we have the candies and the celebration and how are we going to do this? And oh, my God, and we have to do these things and school is back in and who's doing what? February might actually. Well, I feel like February is too fucking short, right? It's too short. And you just feel like things are getting ready to roll. Then March comes around and now shit's popping, at least around here, outside. So you have to start dealing with all of the bullshit of the landscape and what's happening out there anew because it's been under or over and you got to plant stuff and the, do we hire the mulch and all the other things and who's happening. Okay. And depending on what year it is, it's spring break and or holidays happening and or Easter some big up. thing that has Easter to, in, and, and it's the, you know, end of the first quarter. So you're getting your shit in order and you got to start thinking about, Oh my God, what are we doing about taxes? And Oh fuck. And wait a minute. Well, I'll do that next month. Oh no, I got to do it now. Like that's all happening. April comes and there's holidays all over your ass all over. And if you don't have holidays, then you're going on some sort of non seasonally appropriate break where you don't have clothes for it and you don't have your, your shit <laughs> that together. you have to fit into. Right. The January so that, plan that fell that apart. Was, in that February, was on March. the list in February. Got, you couldn't do it because they weren't selling the clothes. Then went to March. Nothing happened in March. Now April's here. Fuck it. I got to do it. And now April's all the way shot. So you get back and it's May well, fuck it. That's the end of the school year. So you got to get all your student people are doing finals and you got to figure the stupid thing out. Now there's these stupid parent classes that you have to do. And you know what? I'm finally planting that stuff in the yard. I said it because if we don't, we better hurry up. Well, shit, it's time to take down that winter crap that was on the front porch and make it at least look like spring because it's legit May now. It's June. People are graduating. Holy fuck. Lacrosse has already really started. I'm fucked. Now what? And you got to close out all the grades, get all the clothes from winter put away make sure you've got something happening in june sign up for all the summer stuff including pool or in your case country club or wherever you go and do your summary stuff do you know shore what I mean? house shore yeah, house shore yeah. house shore house shore house okay so now you're unpacking and packing and figuring all that crap out do, are we already in june now it's pretend summer and you start thinking i can finally relax but now you've got a mini vacation and a weekend away and we've got to hurry up because there's only three weekends now that we can do this wait there's two july happens the entire month of july is a wash well, you're you, packing for your kid for college. You are you know? everywhere with 
vacation and lacrosse and summer is in full swing and oh my god these tomatoes and we have to grill out and we're sitting out and I don't care because it's How the come summer. Melissa hasn't invited us to the house yet? Now it's August on? already and summer's almost over so you have to pack in the last little remnants of summer and go on that other quickie place where you wanted to go and lacrosse has finally ended but in our case it's back to school shopping because school starts before August is even over here. September comes you get that one holiday where you're going to get at least one last gasp at the pool or at the beach or at the thing or whatever. But you are fully back into, I wish I could wear this sweater, but it's 80 degrees. So what am I going to fucking do? Everything looks like fall in the news, but in my life, it's bright green and not really happening. But you're doing all this back to school for work and for kids. October comes firmly. I'm having a fucking cocoa. I don't care what happens. We're doing it. I'm not putting out that stupid pumpkin because the second I get one, it's going to be over. Where's the leaves? Oh, now all these candies are coming. I've gained 48 pounds. Now it's Thanksgiving and Christmas and January's back. That's how the year goes. Pick a month you don't get to use. They're used. Wow. Every fucking year. Over and over and over and over. And I left out like 90,000 things, as you know. So the point here is we are on a hamster wheel pretty much. And I am looking for like that trapdoor and egress, a way out, a and I thought I found it because my kids went away to college and the empty nest lets me exhale. I'm very grateful for that. And you will see that. You will see how mulch. I don't give a fuck about that. Like I have outsourced to the gentleman who shares a bed with me. Everything outside of the house. Like, that seems like a you problem has come out of my mouth several times. Um, so I'm just looking for a month where you were, where it's supposed to be a rat race. It's supposed to be a hamster wheel where you can say, I'm disengaging. Because I find joy in disengaging. It's got to be February. From- it's got to be February. After that long list, don't you think it's February? Well, let's just give up on Valentine's Day. Because we're, we're we old and married. We're old and married. Yeah. Well, I mean, you do something for your kids, too. I mean, it's just, it's nice to, to make sure but that. But I do that for fun. Like, if I send a box of, like, dove hearts to my kid at college, that's fun for me. That's not a, a responsibility I feel is looming over me and others are have expect. That's really what I'm getting at here. Others have expectations that hit my I don't know, periphery, and I don't want to disappoint people. It's just something that my mother ingrained in me, broke me, and you can fight with me and I can be right. Well, you've disappointed me, Melissa, or those words have more power than they should. Whoever said you've disappointed me, Melissa? Who has ever said that to you? Blink, 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 blink. I mean someone that you love. Who has ever said that to you? Not you, Sharon. Sit down. Who has I, ever said you disappointed me, Melissa? Ever. I read those words into, oh, I thought you would have taken the trash out. Or I read disappointment. I, I, uh-huh. I've got a keen ear for it. Uh-huh, 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 so uh-huh. I, I got gotcha. you. So you're, you're doing the reverse translation from the English phrase meaning, oh, I see the task remains. Shall I do it? becomes Melissa fail. I can't believe you didn't fucking do this. And then I extrapolate further. Well, what did you do if you clearly didn't take out the trash? So I'll take it another step. This isn't therapy for me. I'm just saying I don't like the idea of disappointing people. And it is something 
profound in my fibers. So I will dance and I will do the things, but I will be in the toilet half the time because of the stress of it. Your mind is a very, very powerful Well, the thing. good news for you, bringing it all the way full circle, is that it's difficult to disappoint people on Thanksgiving when there is no Thanksgiving bar previously set. Thanksgiving equals a delicious meal. Fucking check. All okay. the people gathered around the, the same table. Fucking check. Don't have to clean up my own house afterward for your guests thinking. Fucking check. You've met all the boxes. There's nothing left for Thanksgiving. A fight seems to be part of your tradition, so that's in there. Check. <laughs> I mean, that's a guarantee, right? Add some pie and you're done. You've met all the expectations for Thanksgiving. It's not this thing where the turkey has to come from the hallowed acre farm and have blue plumes under its, you know, neck jobble and all the other fucking things. None of that is true. Okay. It doesn't even have to be edible. That's a bonus. And you know it will be because it's going to you've never served a shitty meal in your life. Right. So you have met all the expectations. So there should be no reason for gastrointestinal distress. It's mental. It's all mental. You know that. It's me- And I make sure I have enough toilets and toilet paper for everybody who's coming this is, and sleeping. This is the weird one. I, I get that. I know that's true. There's a lot of time spent, <laughs> a lot of time spent on the bowel habits of your, of your guests. Yeah. Dear listener, well, I'm just projecting my dysfunction on them, but that's fine. Dear listener, do you remember last week when Amy talked about things she collected and one of them was bananas? <sighs> oh, my God. The whole segment was bananas. <laughs> I have another 30 seconds with Amy. Okay, and about I, to start I, the timer. I must redeem myself. I must. I will. How can I not? It can't get worse. No. <laughs> That's all I Famous have to say. Famous last words. I, okay. tried to go right up your alley on this oh one. Oh, my God. Jesus, help Let's us, see. Lord. Coming down. Be with me. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm going to second that emotion. Jesus, Lord, be with her. Be with me in my time of need. Amy, in the next 30 seconds, please name as many of the following as you can to receive credit and redeem oh, yourself. Shit. Okay. Shapes. Of pasta. Oh, rigatoni, penne, bucatini, linguine, angel hair, spaghetti, corkscrew, farfalle, um, orchetta, orzo, uh, shape, 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 fusilli. It's a fusilli, Jerry. Fusilli, uh, Jerry. Lasagna. Cannoli, manicotti. Ravioli. Um, brr, 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 give me some. Stop. Give me some shells. Stop. <laughs> stop. Stop. <laughs> shells. <laughs> stop. 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 Shells. <laughs> I got one that's, or two. That's fifteen. Aye, la, 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 As opposed to your three and a half last oh. time, two of which were fruits. <laughs> Come on. I really tried, and I feel like I mean you understand what I was talking about. Apples, like wooden apples right? Ceramic apples, things shaped like an apple, things that look like apples, right? I could be on time and little pyramids. <laughs> What's it called? $200,000 Right, 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 right. I want right. you to know you shamed me out of having that on my DVR. <laughs> I deleted that whole recording thing and I don't, I don't tape it anymore. You know what? Don't what? allow that to happen in your life. Don't be shamed out of your television I, you habits. You shamed me. And now I think it's probably pretty good. Uh, you do. You do watch. Some you grandma, just played it. 
You do watch some grandma TV, can I say? I do. I do. Watch well, well, that's fine. Be a good grandma. It means you're going to have a fucking banging Thanksgiving. What do you watch on TV, Amy? I have just started watching something my son has wanted me to watch for a long time. And I like it. What is it? Upsets it upsets me. It's got a couple of things. And it was like, why do you have to do that? Why do you always have to do that? The Boys oh, on yeah, Amazon the boys. on Amazon Prime. I wouldn't start. And it's, it's just, I don't need people to be mean for no reason. It, it's one thing if you're a villain. And you're mean because you're a villain. And then people are mean back to you because you deserve it. But people who are mean to other people and there's no real reason for it, that's not entertaining to me. That sickens me. It's uncomfortable. And in the first, yeah, and so they sort of set up a couple of these dynamics in the first few episodes to get you going before you realize, figure out who the real villains are. And I'm like, uh, 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 uh. and then there's a lot of, there's a lot of internal combustion of the characters. So there's, there's faux human matter splattered everywhere. And I'm not, I don't, I don't enjoy that. I don't, I just fast forward through that stuff. So anyway, what you watching, Melissa? I think I watched the Jewiest Marvel series I've ever seen. What? How? I just finished Ms. Marvel. What? And I will tell you, it was fucking delightful. <gasps> I loved it so much. First of all, I will say controversially, I loved She-Hulk. There, okay. I said it. There's a wild controversy. It's the, it's all these things. Fuck you. I there's no controversy. Fuck off. I loved it. Then I saw Miss Marvel and I thought, boy, are they on the right track? She's she's um, a Muslim. Look, they are making everybody gets mad that the Little Mermaid's now black. That there are different (laughs) racial and religions, whatever's in in Marvel characters. Fuck you. Look around you. Open your eyes and why. Understand with me, please, that representation matters and to see a little girl. And when I say little girl, I don't mean five or six. I mean, she's a high school student and she's obsessed in the Marvel Universe. She's obsessed with uh, Captain Marvel. And it turns out she has a genetic history or a family line that makes her part of this as well, which I think. Yeah, that's crazy. Melissa, you started this with saying it was the Jewiest, and but this Ms. Marvel, a couple of things happened that just made me say, I fucking love this. One of them, she goes to the mosque to to pray behind a, a fancy thing like, like Orthodox screen, Jews do. Yeah, and yeah. I, I felt like, I really don't like it when Jews do this, but I re- she talks to... I don't know, the imam, she talks to the guy and says, or he hears talking up in, in the rafters and says, like, I don't know what's going on up there. And, and she answers him and says, well, I was just thinking about what you were saying. And I really think that. And she shares her drosh, her ideas, her thoughts on it. And that's a very Jewy concept. And to feel like there's another religion out there and where you can question and you can talk and you can be a part of the process and learn that way, which is everything Judaism is based on to a fault at times. Shut the fuck up. This is the way it is. Like follow the Catholics across the board. Like this is, this is what it is. Who was it? The Mandalorian. This is the way like this is the way. because I fucking said so. This is the way. Well, our religion does not teach you to do that. And this religion doesn't either. So when she started questioning and he didn't say, you're a woman, shut the fuck up. I told you to sit up there and be quiet. And he said, 
Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts. That's super interesting and, and included those. I was in immediately and that was the beginning. But we saw the last episode last night. And I don't know if it's menopause that's making me cry. Peri, pre, whatever the fuck prefix, suffix you want to put on anything that's going on with me. But at the end of it, when the father and daughter are sitting, immediately my eyes well. Like just, I'm so proud of you. Like all of these things. And then he says to her, something I only knew in Hebrew. And now he said it in English. And I'm crying. Luckily, Melissa does not wear makeup. Or she'd be a mess. He said, call him if you destroy a single life, then you have destroyed a world. Right, right. And if you save that precious life, then you have saved the world. Yeah. And I got chills. I started to cry. I looked over at my spouse who was like half on his phone, half watching. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, all of them, and I'm like <laughs> mad at him. And I'm, like, I'm so swole like, Do you with understand? love <laughs> and genuine peace for the universe. Fuck you, Stuart. Yeah, it seems right. That's a, I can see the stair step. I can feel it. I've been on that couch with you. Yep. I'm so moved. And I'm like, I'm I'm crying. I'm tearing <laughs> up. I'm like, she has saved a world just by making these. And I look over. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Like, come with me on this journey. But we don't share. We we are part of the same religion. We don't share a religious background. We just don't. There are different ways you can grow up Christian. There are different ways you can grow up as a Jew, as a Muslim. Like, there are different experiences that you can find it fascinating that you're connecting on a talmudic level with a show that you've described as being wholly muslim and frankly i wish i knew more about the muslim faith because it it no i don't know that i will it smacks of revisionist Uh. as it's being told through a, a revisionist reform american lens so i would love to hear somebody else's interpretation and who cares yeah, 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 yeah. No, I so I want it to be true that active participation and questioning in this religion is de rigueur. I want that to be the case. That would be great. That would be great. So for now, we're going to say, hells yeah. Hells yeah. I love it. And I love that you're loving this show. I will, I, it's, and it's I will over check and out. I'm mad. It's over and I'm mad. Like, I well. want more. I could not get enough. I just, I just loved all of it. I loved all of it. And if you have an afternoon to sit and enjoy a light, <laughs> do sweet, I have an afternoon? Good. Well, you don't have a month, but you <laughs> might have an afternoon. <laughs> um, I highly recommend five stars. I give both She-Hulk and Ms. Marvel five stars. Come at me. No, I I love it, and I I even love blending the religious tradition and the faith with the greek mythology that is the mcu right this notion that we are telling and or it's for some people it's harry potter where it's that we're that we're creating our own legends and mythos and that we pass these stories around and pass them down and the power of storytelling and i and faith is is storytelling at its heart it's much more than that profoundly more than that but i love the ability to connect with people in that way so and just by seeing their story play out. So I love it. I love it. I want I'm going to steal one word from what you said that I'm tripping over in my head because you use the word faith. And I don't so much have faith in m- mostly imaginary things. Uh, I'm leery to say imaginary. But I have faith in people, right? I have faith that 
a certain percentage of people are assholes and people will surprise you with their abilities and their so to hear someone say what I've only known through song and liturgy of if you destroy a single life I, I don't know that if if more people believed then you've destroyed the world and if you save that precious I don't know that on a daily basis monthly basis yearly basis we have the ability to save a life but We've got a gun problem in this fucking country. So I, I could you take it on any level, any surface level, if not like on the deepest, most appropriate level? I'll take anything positive you can get from any of those stories or relate in any way. Uh, high five. Cheers. Uh, however you fist bump, however you share. Amen, sister. Yeah. But Faith, I know a girl named Faith. I, I don't know, man. I I. I want it, but I have logic that I think fights inside with faith. And logic doesn't really play a role when I watch Ms. Marvel either. But I really just loved it. And, and I would like everyone to see it. Perfect. And like you said, you definitely threw a, a stumbling stone in front of me. Yeah, I want it to be true. I want it to be true. I don't true, understand so. why you get so hung up on, on faith as a concept. I really yeah. don't. I mean, I really don't. Have you gotten goosebumps by listening to music? Yes. That's sound. Sound of, faith? It, it's sound. That's vibration. That's words sung instead of spoken. And your body has a physical, biochemical reaction. Agree. To listening. How the fuck does that work? What is that? That doesn't make any sense. It's just the, the mere notion of music as being a presence in our world that we've figured it out that we can manipulate it and use it and pass it down and morph it across all civilizations on the planet and everybody connects with it instantly in a finger snap, sometimes the same tones, the same notes can produce the same result in humans everywhere across centuries. It's fucking wild. There are things that we've learned that we still don't know the first thing about. I mean, there's not, there's not a connection in your eardrum that goes into your soul. But you know that hearing music goes into your soul. You know it. Fundamentally know it. You know what feeling in love is. You know what loving is as a verb. None of these things can be described by science. These are all acts of faith. These are experiences you, of faith. Do you know people who just don't know the lyrics or don't know the, or just don't really have a place in their lives the way we do for music do you know people like that I don't and I'm grateful to not oh, I absolutely I do. don't I have people who say that music just didn't growing up just didn't play a role I just talked to friends who went to the beach this weekend with friends and we just talked about who helped build your musical taste I have an older brother and without him I probably never would have listened to Black Sabbath and Ozzy and never would have like absolutely loved yeah you heard me like a certain degree of metal. I have another sibling who thought he was cool and and listened to the Rolling Stones. for Like I have people who've invited me into this sacred space of music. That's what it is. Having a deep bench doesn't change the fact that it is a sacred experience. You can hear music once now as an adult without yeah. any past experience of it and have that same kind of transformative result. It just, it happens. That's what I, I'm, just to bring it back. So, no, I'm not surrounded by a lot of people who don't readily connect to music. I'm surrounded by a pretty large percentage of people who don't connect to it 
as easily or as profoundly as I do, but they still connect. They absolutely connect and value it and, and get there's a few songs that always do it as opposed to kind of every song and every piece of music ever. Right. So and I mean, I don't even know why music came into the conversation other than faith and logic coexist. And that actually makes your faith stronger. People who have logic and intellect don't pretend that faith is not a thing. They accept it as beyond their intellect and beyond their logic. They accept it that it can coexist. And that is actually kind of next level intellect when you think about it. Unless. To be able to be able to suspend the notion that we that this world is knowable to us. To be able to say, I understand that I can only understand so much and the rest I will simply accept because I there's there is evidence that's not quantifiable by the means I've yet established. I mean it's that's next level if you relate it to you, but when you project your next level that other people are not a part of onto them, then you're an asshole. Well it has nothing to do with faith. That's that people who are zealots who are trying to force their ideology on you has nothing to do with the concept of faith. Faith is beautiful, if, if, but it's, it's uh, personal. And it can define and direct and do all of those things for you. You can't project. You can't assign. You can't. It, it's, it's very personal. It's, it does not go past you. You can't. It could inspire but that's an action on the other person's part. You can't project it onto somebody else. Faith is a very individual. I have faith in people. I know people who don't have faith in the people I have faith in. So I, I think, well, zealous is another issue. Um, but I think faith is something that's very personal and cannot be, I don't want to say shared. I'm trying to be careful with my words. Which I don't know why you're, never I don't, happens. I, I, I I, this is just fascinating to me that you give a shit at all about whether it is a collective experience or an individual experience or whether it's forcible or whether it can be mutated or changed. Uh, it's it's a belief. And I feel like something in there that you're resisting is the risk that you could be embarrassed or be told you're wrong, that this thing that you've hung any kind of meaning on isn't really there. And I don't care about that at all. I mean, it's we're back to placebo again. W wouldn't that be great if there was a way to turn on all the good things in your life and it didn't even exist? It was just one more way for your mind to expand all the goodness that's coming to you. And the only thing you have to do is decide. That's faith. I accept. I'm in. I don't care. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not... I I'm so self-centered, nobody's people. judging me, right? I, I think faith is what turns people to judge other people for not having faith. That's where, have faith. I think that's beautiful that I have friends who had something terrible happen in their lives that they could have avoided, but their faith wouldn't let them avoid it. But it's their faith that helped them get through it. So I think it's beautiful. I've seen it happen full circle, and I admire, uh, but it's when people of faith maybe that's how it comes at me in a fucked up way people of faith judge and project and tell other people how they should have faith and do things and it's always done 
in the name of faith. If faith wasn't used in a way of in a way of uh, correcting other people's air quote wrong behavior or illegal or immoral, who the fuck are you to take your faith in something that I don't have faith in and make my life change different, whatever, because of your thoughts? Because that's what faith is. It's your thought. It's your belief. It's not a real law, tangible anything. So to put that on someone else is wrong. And that's where my objection comes in. I I, love people of faith. No, I feel like you're conflating religion and faith. And to me, they're not even connected to each other. They're they're not. There's no equation in math. How are they not related at all? Because they're not related at all. Religion is an ideology that you subscribe to. You are you are joining and propagating and conforming to a set of rules and values because you choose it. Faith is an acceptance of forces. Is she known, converting me right felt, now? And unseen. You there's there un, there you there are known and unknown simultaneously. It's that glorious conundrum of within your bones, profoundly understanding. To the, to the ends of your hair that something is true and right and correct and you can't prove it. And you can get hung up on the fact that it's unprovable or you can accept the joy of the moment and, and the joy of not being able to prove it and the knowing and unknowing simultaneously. It's, it's delicious. It's just fantastic. So I don't have trust. Where does that come into play? Like I don't That's even know where faith. that would. That's faith. That's what Faith is. That is belief in something that cannot be reasoned or proven. You don't feel like religion has obfuscated, stolen, taken away with the word faith and has completely ruined and soiled the word faith? You don't think religion well, has I, just... Well, I will not dispute that for you it has. For me, because <laughs> it is it's unequivocally clear that it has. Also, so, I, no, I, don't, I just fundamentally, they're so separate from each other. One, it's a club. One's a club. And, you know, it's great when faith is part of the club. But there's lots of people in the club, including them that's leading the club, that forgot that part long ago and may still have it, but it doesn't factor into, you know, official club business. So that's, to me, you know, you can be in a religion and have faith in lots of parts. And you can have tons of faith and eschew all religion. So I don't, I they're just they could not be further from each other. And I mean, I'm a Roman Catholic, man. And I still do a lot of the stuff that we've been trained to do because that's what it is. It's training. And I'm in. There's some good stuff in there. There's a whole lot more that's not good. It's kind of <laughs> okay. like being a, it's kind of like being a Michael Jackson fan. I mean, at a certain point, you got to pick and choose which songs you're going to keep singing. One so. from column A, two from column B, nothing. From or just walk C. out. Just say I'm done. That's it. That's did you it. have some questions for me? Well, I did, my lovey friend. So since I so thoroughly shamed myself with 30 Seconds with Amy, yeah. I thought I would come up with a 30 Seconds with Melissa list. No. So I did. And it's not a timer because I can't manage doing timing and keeping track of things and asking questions. So it's just 30 questions. Well, I had, I did one of those, long, you get to choose. I have two. Okay. One, the one I started was, have you ever, and it's the long list of yes, no, done this, done this, done this, done this, didn't do this, didn't do this, right? And there's, there's more than 30 of those, so it would be kind of rapid fire. But then the other one is a shorter list, 
because I legitimately want to know if you have ever. And I think I want to do that one. So here we go. I'm glad I got to choose. Go ahead. Twelve. Do you want to choose? Do you want to <laughs> do the rapid fire? Shit. Okay, we'll do the better. Fr- I think I think the longer, more complicated questions will be more fruitful. So here we go. So Melissa, Sir. have you ever done your sentence but committed no crime? Is this Queen? <laughs> Is this name that tune? Are we back to have music? you ever done your sentence but committed no crime? Yes or no? Yes. Have you ex- ever expected that lights would guide you home? Oh, my God. These are the best songs ever. I have expected lights would guide <laughs> me home. Yes. <laughs> have you ever noticed the warm smell of Kalitas rising up through the air? I absolutely have. And <laughs> caused it. Have <laughs> you ever drove your Chevy to the levee? By the way, that warm smell, that's going to be in my head all day. Um, <laughs> I have driven my Chevy to the levee and it was wet. Mm. Have you ever slept alone in a strange place? I have slept alone in a strange place. <laughs> yes. All of these lyrics are so ringing true to me right this now. This is the hardest one of all. Have Go you ahead. ever had midnight become your afternoon? Yeah, definitely. I don't think that's hard. No, you don't know the lyric then. I don't know the lyric. That's from your little sissy pal, Taylor Swift. Thank you. Wait, keep going. Read. Is there more to it? or Have you ever had, uh, and my midnight became my afternoon with my depression doing something? I don't know the song, but it was her. It's one of the ones that came out this week and broke all the world. So I did it the other way. She did it because she was in a funk, and I did it because I was riding a high. And before I knew it, I was like, <laughs> I haven't eaten, and it's afternoon, and I left the house in these clothes yesterday. So yes and no. I think it's called, no. think so it's called Hero. Way. Yes, yes, yes. Have you ever seen a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand? No. Have I've you ever been been caught between the moon and New York City? Absolutely. Regularly. <laughs> Regularly. Did you ever put everything you own in a box to the left? No. Really? Have you ever believed that anybody feels the way I do about you now? Yes, I absolutely have. (laughs) I don't know how I'm going to get these songs out of my head. I'm sure you've seen the company jump when he plays Reveille. Have you not? I have. (laughs) All right, last one, last one, last one. What do you think? Did you ever put another dime in the jukebox, baby? Oh, I've I've, I've dimed the shit out of that jukebox. So the one I didn't know was the Taylor Swift. Yes, and I thought that would be the lead. I thought you would know. I did. Were you a Swifty? Were you up at midnight and again at three, downloading all of her world-breaking, drop down the thinging, singing all the gozies? Not only was I not. I, so, uh, dear listener, you know of this generation's way of of marketing and its fucking genius with, as Amy even phrased it just there, a drop, right? There is a new sneaker coming out. There's a drop. There's a finite amount. It causes such a stir. Everybody needs the shoe. It drops. Did I hear correctly that she dropped it for 36 hours and then took it off again? I don't know that part. Here's what I do know. She dropped a version at midnight. Didn't tell anybody it was a version. Then at 3 a.m. dropped seven more songs. Right. She's and so prolific. In be- it's in between those two drops, she also simultaneously released it, or excuse me, at, uh, concurrent with those two drops, she simultaneously released it in 20 different versions. So if you are a diehard Swifty, that means you, you not only you need all 20 because they have different cover art and different and they make notations, the clock, right? right? And they, they make they, a full clock right. and they put them so, together. So from a business standpoint, Fucking she's genius. effectively selling you 
20 hamburgers, right, instead of one. And you don't need 20. It's the same hamburger. She sold you the same work 20 times over and 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 you kept paying for it. And you kept paying for it. And to be frank, I haven't heard any of the songs, but the lyrics kind of look pretty good. And they're getting a lot of attention from people who are not simply marveling at the marketing technique and the overwhelming audience engagement of people ravenously gobbling up all of this music that she's putting out, right? So it makes me think, maybe I want to go listen to this shit. And I thought you would have been the one pedaling furiously and sweating and crying along with Taylor because it's been her most vulnerable release to date. So, well, my daughter absolutely loves her. And if she were living home, that would probably be the case. But I saw a TikTok yesterday that said, I know people think that Lin-Manuel Miranda is this generation's William Shakespeare, but he's not. Nothing against everything he's written. He is a genius, yes. However, Taylor Swift is this generation's Shakespeare because of the sheer volume and and quality of her lit, right? And I was like, mm, he said, what she needs to do is make a Broadway show. And I thought, I don't think she does. Like, she might, and she probably will. But she dropped 20, 17, 30, 37 new songs. What? How do you, how do you even, what have you been doing? Well, we know what she's been doing and who's had a busy February, March, April, May, June, and July. So she's so prolific. It's shocking. I didn't even recognize her lyrics, but I haven't heard that song. So, well, there you have it. One more thing for you to get on and do. Now, you know. Well, dear listener, I'm so happy that you got to listen to us rant. I don't know how we got to religion and, oh, I do. It was Miss Marvel um, and faith and all that stuff. We would be super interested to hear your opinions on these topics, especially those of you who agree with Melissa. <laughs> and you can do that by writing to brilliantobservations at gmail.com. And you can do that by going on Facebook and see us at Listen Brilliant or Brillob Squad. And listen brilliant, our hashtag, or you can just go to Instagram and Twitter at listen brilliant. Let us know your thoughts and feelings on anything we've talked about, or just ask us for another topic. And you're not going to believe this. We've got shit to say on that too. Hey, 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 hey. Can you believe it? Amy's been called a lot of things in her life, but speechless is not one. (laughs) I'm sorry. We love you. Thanks for listening. I hope we turned you on as much.